you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Harrison, yeah. there's a there's a rumor going around here in Vegas that you're dating Manti Teo's ex-girlfriend. Is that true? All right, I'll give it a try. No. Try not. Do. Or do not. There is no try. No? It's not true? Well, no, i got to be honest. You know, I've had a reputation for a long time as a player, and I do have a bad habit of dating five imaginary girlfriends at once. <laughs> you know, uh, I really, i got to work on it. I'm, uh, you know, I'm trying to, commitment is something I'm working on. You have learned much, young one. You'll find I'm full of surprises. You try driving a 78 blue Toyota Celica with a manual sunroof. Uh, back yeah, but in all you got to do is, uh, you know, sparkle them pearly whites and, uh, you know, what, what is it? I always say blue eyes, green eyes, and the women, you know, they just... Uh, now, they're, they're blue. I'm looking at them right now. They're kind of blue-green. This is the Fantasy Cantina. Whether you want blue milk, Greedo gumbo, or fantasy football advice, we have you covered. You're listening to NFL Fantasy Live. You know what I thought you were going to say, Elliot? What's that? I thought you were going to say, when you said, you tried driving, I thought you were going to say, you tried dragging Walton and Lanier up the court for 48 <laughs> minutes a night. Tell your old man. That's really what I thought you were going to say. Hey, should we welcome Marcus in? It is Marcus Grant, senior fantasy editor, and I would say, yeah, Juan Pierre clone. No. Juan Pierre. Yeah, Juan Pierre, no. you know, no? stop working out. I, I'm telling you, every day, <laughs> every day you're looking more like Danny Glover. And right now, I'm I would too old say for this show. Now, the point. No, you're not there yet. You're in. You're Danny Glover and Witness. At least say a young Danny Glover. He's Danny Glover and Witness right now. Wow. Uh, who right. had like no lines? All right. That's Danny true. Glover he had no walked, lines. Walked up to the farmhouse with a shotgun. He, just, he was just running with his with his shotgun. And he stepped into a big cow turd. Was Was he the one that died in the silo with the grain coming down no, on top of him? No, that, that was, was the, the other guy. That was the blonde. Guy. That guy had a great career. No, no, no. Not that was no, no, no. Yeah, it was, it was like a blonde guy with a mustache. Yeah. He he died in the silo. How did Danny yeah. Glover get killed? Got shot. Okay. Shot up against <laughs> so the wall. Straight, at least it was straightforward like that. You oh, know? Okay, yeah, yeah. Who I wants to die convoluted? Him, I think he chased him into the cow pen, and I think uh, Harrison oh, Ford got him. Right, and yes. he kind of slid down the wall. No. That's right. Yeah, he did. Kind of like uh, what's his name, James Franciscus in uh, Beneath the Planet of the Apes. When he got shot, wow, and he up on the wall, and he just kind of slid down, looking like Jesus. Beneath, you know, shot and all the things. But I'll tell you what, Beneath the Planet of the Apes, better than the first one. And I'm a huge Planet of the Apes guy. Beneath the Planet of the Apes was much better. I don't know. If I so then what, was your, what were your thoughts on the, the, the Marky Mark remake that they did? Oh, the, it was awful. It was terrible. It was awful. Ten, you know, the thing is, when it first was announced, it was going to be James Cameron and Schwarzenegger. And I mean like a late 90s Schwarzenegger, not a now Schwarzenegger. And I was so stoked. I'm like, yes, my movies, I'm going to get Cameron and Schwarzenegger. And instead, I got Tim Burton and Marky Mark. I expected Jack Skellington to show up at some point <laughs> singing some kind of song. Oh, I was so upset so, about Marcus, that. Marcus, we've been having this debate. We were talking about our, our, you know, a playoff challenge lineup. If you're playing fantasy in, in the playoffs, and Fabs and I had Anquan and Crabtree. Jason says Tory Smith and Crabtree. Who would you play at wideout? I'd go Crabtree and Anquan. Um, Tory Smith is he's very fast, and, and he seems to have a plan. But 
everybody's got a plan until they get hit by Deshaun Goldson. Uh, the other part of that is the Niners actually don't do well with big physical receivers. And I think you saw a lot of that on Sunday where in the first half, Julio Jones and Roddy White could do anything they wanted against them. And I think, you know, uh, Bolden doesn't have that kind of speed, but he's a big, physical, strong guy. And I think he'll give those cornerbacks, whether it's Culliver or Terrell Brown, he'll give those guys fits. Yeah, well, he catches – he's almost better when he's covered. It's, it's he really is. with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, so who would you take at quarterback? Would you would you roll the dice with Flacco? Um, you know what? I, I was rolling with Kaepernick, so I'm going to stay with Kaepernick. Um, and, and I do think – I think the Niners are going to find a way to get more pressure on Flacco than they did on Ryan. I mean, they, they just didn't pressure Matt Ryan at all, especially in that first half. I think they're going to figure something out. Vic Fangio will figure something out to make sure Joe Flacco can't stand back there and pick him apart. I want to know what you're writing on NFL.com slash fantasy right now. What am I writing? Let me guess. Wait, wait. You're writing about Michael Vick. No. No, not writing about Michael Why would Michael I be Vick. writing about Michael Vick? Well, since the Jets are out of uh, – we find out yesterday the Jets are out of the mix for him because, you know, no one realized – as soon as people are saying, Michael Vick's going to go to the Jets because Marty Mornerweg's the offensive yeah, coordinator. Yeah, I wrote about oh, that hey, last week, actually. Yeah, wait, wait, we forget that they hate each other. Oh, yeah, so he's not going to the Jets. I thought you'd be writing something yeah, about Yeah, I, I actually wrote about, about that last week, value. which, by the way, I, I do want to – I heard Fabs give you a hard time about it. I want to also add pile on oh, with thanks. you taking all Patriots. Because it serves you right that you rode with the biggest rival of your team and then they let you down in a big moment. It only serves you right that that happens to you. Like, I wouldn't, you know, if it was about me winning something, but I had to take all San Francisco Giants to do it, I, I would rather just be a loser and watch the Giants well, go look, down in flames. Here's the thing. Here, here's the thing. And this is what you guys are forgetting. And, and for my playoff challenge for every week, I took all Patriots. Me being the Jet fan, I am. Here's the thing. If the Patriots get to the Super Bowl, they get there. Now, I thought they were the best team in the AFC, so I was picking all Patriots. But if they get there, at least I have something to, you know, make me a little bit happy. Okay, they're there, and <laughs> I'm doing okay in playoff challenge. Now, if the Patriots don't get there and I lose a playoff challenge, okay. Patriots lost. I got more congratulatory phone calls yesterday at the Patriots <laughs> losing than I got when the Jets made it to the AFC championship game two years ago. Wow. I'm just telling you, that's what it is. Marcus, your hair looks fake. Because it is. Did Did you I feel like I, this is usually Fabs is obsessed with your looks, and no, now you're obsessed with Marcus. Because I never looks. get a chance to, I never get a chance to rap with Marcus. You, do you remember that show, the claymation show, Davy and Goliath? Vaguely, yes. Hey, Davy. Yes. Your hair kind of looks like Davy's a little bit. Yes, because it is claymation. It's uh, <laughs> you have claymation because <laughs> Will Vinton is my hairstylist. Question for Wait, you. Bobby Vinton is your hairstylist? <laughs> <laughs> well, how about the this? Bull of comedy. Buddy Hinton is your is your stylist. Wow. Do you go to a barber? Oh. Do you go to a barber? I do. Yeah, I do. Do you get the shave? I do not. I don't know how guys do that because I don't. I mean, I I can't really grow a lot of facial hair, so it would seem like a waste of money for me to have someone else shave me. It just would be kind of silly. <laughs> you know, our our editor at NFL.com, Don Bonvasudo, he goes to a barber and he gets the shave sometime, and he had a nick and he got cut on the face. His barber's like, "Oops, sorry. Are you kidding? Sorry about your luck." Yeah, if I'm going to, you know, get sliced open, I'd rather do it myself. He's cut. The Russian is cut. <laughs> Slow motion, Rocky Four. Yeah, like actually, that. we've had that debate in here, and you've never been present for it, so I'll resurface that one. Okay. Oh, yeah, please. Because it is the fantasy cantina where, where anything I, goes, as you see. Clearly, I get off the rails. But best Rocky movie of all time. Now, best movie. Not the one you've seen six billion times. Cause in the I, series, you mean. Yeah, what's the best movie in the series? I still think it's the first one. The first. I one. still think it's the first one because he's 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 the underdog, and I like the fact that 
he doesn't just come through and wreck shop and win everything at the end. I mean, he loses a split decision at the end, but it's more about the fact that he overcame everything and was able to get his championship shot and get his moment. And, you know, by the end, I, look, I saw the, 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 the last one in the series, and um, I liked it. You know, I kind of did because, you know, the music starts playing and he starts beating up Antonio Tarver and you kind of get all fired up. But it was kind of hokey. I mean, at least in the first one, there was some realism still to it. Well, because he's 55 years old. Right. Eventually, it's like, eventually, George Foreman stopped fighting. I got to tell you, I didn't find the last Rocky Balboa movie to be that hokey. I, it was a little bit, a little bit, but it's not like he started laying waste to mankind. He took quite too many. <laughs> I mean, he looked slow, you know, and he took he took an absolute beating in in the in the fight. But they didn't land near as many punches in the last Rocky as they did in any of the others. Maybe not. But Rocky Balboa, that last one, is what I actually kind of thought the Great White hype would be. You know, like the Great White hype, they build it up, and you think, hey, maybe Irish Terry Conklin can win this whole thing, right. and then he gets smoked. And like, oh, thanks for ruining it for me. I appreciate yeah, it. Spoiler alert. I had uh, it on Netflix. It was, my, <laughs> it was up in my queue next. You know, and so I, I kind of, I was watching, I thought, well, hey, maybe this guy's going to win. And that's kind of what Rocky Balboa is. That you look at it, and there's no way in theory that Rocky can win this fight, but he does. Yeah. I see. I think you got to go. I think rewatchability that's is so huge. Yeah, that's the because difference. that goes into how good a movie is. When, when you can keep watching it over and over again, Rocky Four has the most rewatchability. Then Rocky Three. Then Rocky. Rocky. Then Rocky. Then Rocky Two. Then the Rocky with Tommy Morrison is all the way at the bottom. And the Rocky they just did is probably right after Rocky Two. So it probably goes Rocky Four, four Three One Two Six Five. There's if he your dies, he dies. If he dies, he dies. Yeah. You talk about best villains in a movie ever. How great was Ivan Drago? He had like three lines. Yeah. Yeah, Sabiata! Yeah, Sabiata! When he and picks somehow, up the, the guy and put him by his neck. And yes. somehow both Dolph Lundgren and, and Brigitte Nielsen turned out to be train wrecks in real life. Yeah. Well, it's, a, it's the curse of Rocky Four. That's what they call it. <laughs> All right, now let me ask this. We brought up Michael Vick, and that was the big story outside of the, outside of the championship games yesterday. If you're looking at next year, Michael Vick, What's his value right now? What's his fantasy value? Boy, I'm not touching. Oh, yeah. It's hard. It's I really never had, hard. I didn't have any interest in him this year, so I, I'm I'm probably the wrong person to ask him. And if he's sitting there really, really late You're in the a draft, fantasy expert. You're the wrong person to ask. <laughs> Good point. Uh, I'll, I'll take a flyer on him. Yeah, but there's certain guys that I just – okay, I'm going to quote you. There's certain guys that are undraftable for me. That's fine. That I know someone else in my draft is going to take them higher than I'm going to want to take them. So I don't even bother wasting my mental energy on, oh, wow, Michael Vick's there. If Michael Vick is sitting there in the 14th round, I will take him. If he gets a starting job somewhere, I think you at least look at drafting him. But he's a late-round guy. He's a second. He's a number-two quarterback at best. Um, he's probably a bi-week replacement, maybe a matchup-based guy. But if he's if he's a starting quarterback in the league, then he at least has some fantasy value. So in a 10-team league, would you guys take him earlier than, say, the 11th or 12th round? Probably not. Oh, no way. No okay, way. He, he's, he's my backup if, he, if he's anything. There are tw- There's 12 quarterbacks right now that if you wind up with one of them, you're gonna you're you're, you're very happy one through twelve. You, yep. Yeah, look, I'm happy if I wind up with RG three. I'm happy to wind up with Andrew Luck, who's at the end of the the realm because the quarterbacks are deep this year. You bet. All right, that's the fantasy cantina. Jason Smith, Elliot Harrison, and NFL.com NFL Network super senior fantasy editor <laughs> Marcus senior. Grant with yeah. us coming up in next for six years. What we'll, is that? We'll put a cap on what we saw yesterday in the conference championship games and push it towards the Super Bowl and head to 2013. Get you all the fantasy needs you have Witness right now. Series two ten. XM87.
NFL Fantasy Live brings you all the access and information from the NFL Network right to your radio on Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio. Jason Smith, Elliot Harrison, and super-duper senior fantasy editor Marcus Grant from NFL.com is with us right now as we help you get through yesterday and push you forward towards the Super Bowl and beyond for your fantasy needs in 2013. Don't forget, Michael Fabiano, thanks to him, he joined us last hour, not with us today because he is in Las Vegas getting set for his induction on Tuesday night into the Fantasy Sports Writers Association Hall of Fame. Going to give a big speech. Very proud of uh, our colleague and friend Michael Fabiano there. Uh, worked hard for a long time at this, unlike the three of us who just kind of wing it every day, which so, is kind of cool. Now, I mean, when you get inducted to the Pro Football Hall of Fame, you get the famous gold blazer and everything. Mm-hmm. So, like, does he get, like, a windbreaker or something? I don't, uh, I don't know. Windbreaker? No. <laughs> I don't think it's a windbreaker. <laughs> yeah, you get, like, Maybe a, a polo shirt. A beanie or something? Like, no, what the he gets, they get, uh, he told me, he actually texted me, they get a mustard-colored uh, laptop case and a Hooters koozie. Nice! <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> awesome. But not one of the styrofoam cool ones, like from the 80s. Do you right. remember the styrofoam mm-hmm. koozies? Yeah. They don't do yeah. those anymore. One of these, no, like, they don't. these fancy polystyrene ones or whatever. I saw one on eBay with Terry Labonte on it. Like, total wow. uh, Terry Labonte, remember uh, NASCAR? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I uh-huh. should have ordered it. Somebody went in. A day later, I went back. It wasn't there. Yeah. Yeah. You got to jump on that it when was you see it. Buy it now. Yeah, a friend of mine had one with Dr. D. David Schultz on it. And I always wanted to take it with me when I left his house, <laughs> and I never did because he would protect it. Like, you, know, you don't see koozies with Dr. D. David Schultz on it. Very much. Probably a reason for that. All right. Now, as, as we look ahead, Marcus, we talked about uh, uh, who you want to have for next week, Championships Sunday, if you're doing a playoff fantasy pool. Quarterback, who's your pick, Kaepernick or Joe Flacco? I'm going with Kaepernick. I, I like the fact that he's a dual threat. He can throw the football. He can run the football. He didn't run it as much as I thought he would on Sunday against the Falcons, but I, I, I expect he's going to keep it on that read option a few more times, and that's why I like him. All right. Who's your running back, Ray Rice or Frank Gore? Both, both Elliot and I took Kaepernick. Uh, well, can't I take one of each? Can't I take both Gore and well, Ray Rice? But if you have to pick one. If I have to pick one, I'm going to pick Frank Gore. Um, just because the Niners are a run-based offense, the, uh, the, the uh, Ravens like to throw the ball a lot. Sometimes they forget that Ray Rice is on the team. Uh, the Niners don't forget Frank Gore is in that backfield. All right, now let, let me throw this out there. Tony Gonzalez said after yesterday, he's probably done. You never know what could happen in the offseason. Suddenly the team comes up with a big contract offer to come back. Maybe the Falcons do. But he says he's done. If he's done. Who are the tight ends that you absolutely have to have next year? Gronk. Absolutely Gronk. have to have. you gotta have got to have one of these guys. Gronk. Yeah. Aaron Hernandez. you got to go with both of them. you got to draft Witten. He caught 103 balls this year. Jason Witten's in that group. Hernandez. Um, Given how many plays they get off, Gronk and Hernandez can right. have a big year. Is right. Jimmy Graham still on that Jimmy list? Jimmy Graham's definitely still on that list. Does it go any further? You know what? I think, I think as disappointing as he was during the year – I think Vernon Davis and Colin Kaepernick are starting to form a rapport with each other, and I think you're going to start to see Vernon Davis get more integrated in that offense. Next yeah, but year. is he a guy you have to have, or is he somebody you can wait? He can be a sleeper for you. You can wait. You can wait on because people are going to be disappointed by what he did this year. So I think he's going to hang around there, and you can wait on him. All right. So you're talking about the tight end position now. How, how thin it is. We talk about how deep the running backs are, how deep the quarterbacks are. We just said there's four guys. That's it. Everybody else, it's a dice roll. I, Four guys, Gronk, Hernandez, Jason Witten, and still Jimmy Graham. I think Owen Daniels, you can make a case for. He caught 62 balls this year. He had six touchdowns. Six touchdowns may not sound like a lot for tight end. It's pretty darn good. And in the playoffs, he was outstanding. He caught eight, 18 passes in two games. Honestly, I think what happened is we overrated the tight end position after that big you know, year of the tight end. I think we overrated them. You go back a few years ago, I, you know, 
my friends and I had this theory, if you don't get Gates, wait. Because it was Antonio Gates and it was everybody else. Yeah, I think we're kind of back to Gates that Gates now. to produce, buddy. All right. Thank you for that. <laughs> real quick. Real quick. Pressure's on. Pro Bowl pick. AFC, NFC, Elliot. Oh, my gosh. NFC. AFC. I'm going the NFC because there's not a lot of Jets this year. Catch so us going next NFC. Tuesday. That's right. Back in our regular time this at 3 p.m. Eastern. Fantasy Live on Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower... 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.